You're listening to Season 2, Episode 16 of How She Creates. Today, I'm going to take you on a deep dive into what to do when you are on the edge of the worst creative burnout that you can imagine and how to get your creative mojo back. Welcome to How She Creates. I'm your creative fairy godmother, Lauren. I'm here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite makers to learn how they create. We'll discuss what it means to live a creative lifestyle, the best resources and tools for making, where to find inspiration, and so much more. I hope these conversations encourage you to make more stuff and share it with the world so we can all see how you create. How She Creates is sponsored by Get Messy Art Journal. Get Messy is an art journal membership community that shares tutorials, inspirations, prompts, challenges, and more each week. Get Messy's goal is to help you nurture your creativity, become the artist you desire to be, and find your creative community. When you sign up for Get Messy's mailing list, you get access to three free classes. One on how to find your creative style, introduction to Art Journal 101, and Art Journal 102, Elevate Your Art Journaling. Get Messy has an amazing community of artists who are waiting to welcome and support you in your art journey. Learn more and sign up for Get Messy in their awesome newsletter at getmessyartjournal.com. Welcome back to How She Creates. I am so excited for today's episode. I know I say that every week, but it's because every week we're learning something new in our creative journey, and I'm just so excited to be able to share it with you guys. Um, and I just love how much you share your creative journeys with me um, on Instagram through the hashtag How She Creates, and just by sharing what you're doing and chiming in and being a part of the conversation. So I love that you guys are using that hashtag. Thank you so much. I love watching it grow and seeing all your incredible art that is in there every day. So make sure you check out the How how she creates hashtag and that you share your artwork there too. Uh, so today, like I said, we are talking about creative burnout. Um, and I'm not talking about the kind of creative block or, you know, just boredom that you might experience every now and then where you just kind of need to walk away and then 10 minutes later you come back and you're ready to go. Um, I'm talking about that deep, miserable feeling like when you're on the edge and you can't drag yourself to your art room making anything progressing on projects or completing new ideas or or working on things just feels absolutely miserable and impossible um and you just you have, you've got no ideas or you have ideas but you just can't make yourself come to complete those um, and so I know that you guys know what I'm feeling like and this is not a feeling that comes around often for us creatively and if it is something that you feel like you're constantly in I would really encourage you to reevaluate maybe why you're creating at all if you constantly feel so miserable about it um, then that's that's not how it's supposed to feel um, and I know um, a lot of people talk about, and I talk about this constantly on the podcast, that inspiration has to find you working. Um, but I want to talk about those moments where it just feels miserable and terrible. Um, and so I know that's a great, exciting way to start out the podcast. Um, but I just want to explain the difference. And so I asked about this and had a really great conversation with it with you guys on Instagram about what you do when you hit a creative burnout. And a lot of people, you know, said, oh, I just go for a walk. I do this. And then I followed up with, 
what if you just can't make yourself? What if it's so miserable you don't want to return? What if the walk doesn't help? And I got some really great answers. And so I have um, created a pretty big list of different things we're going to talk about today. And then I'm going to share some of the awesome help and ideas that people gave me on Instagram. So you might even hear your name mentioned here if you chatted with me there. And so I would love for you to follow along and there will be more chances for you to be involved in the podcast this season. And I am Lauren Likes Blog on Instagram. So I would love to hang out with you there. Um, So let's get started talking about what to do when you're just feeling miserable and creatively burnt out and you just don't want to make anything. Um, I think that that's okay. And I think that that happens to a lot of us. Um, But I think these are the seasons. These are the times when people quit. I think that when we're just kind of uninspired or tired, we can take a nap and then we come back to it. But these are the times that you know, you can make a really drastic decision and you don't pick up a paintbrush again for three years. Um, And so I want to talk about what to do in those situations and those circumstances. So um, I took a poll on Instagram and I think it ended up being maybe 60% of you said you felt pretty creative burnout right now. And so I think that's interesting of how um, everyone kind of, everyone's creativity ebbs and flows with the seasons and time of the year and things like that. And so I bet if I asked you guys again in a month or two in the spring, you know, most everyone would say they were having a pretty creative time. Um, but then there's always going to be a few who are feeling this deep, deep, um, setback and, and this deep desire to not create and to not work on things and not work on projects. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And of course you can use these tips and things to get yourself back on track just when you, you know, you just need a short break. Um, but I think that there is a time that you need to push really hard and you need to keep going and you need to keep working and keep making. And there are times that you need to fall back and you really do need to take that break. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, um, how to know which one to do um, and, and what to do in that circumstance. So I think that if you have found yourself on the cusp of a burnout or right when it happens, um, you can kind of get ahead of it a little bit more unless you... Um, but most of the time I think we just fall into it and, and then we look up and we're like, why am I so miserable? I don't know what's happening. Um, and honestly, the only way out of it is recognizing that you're in it and then starting the work to get out. Um, because I know lately I've definitely been in this deep funk of just feeling like everything's terrible and nothing's working and I can't create anything. Um, but as soon as I realized that I was in this funk and that I wanted to get out of it and I started making my path and started thinking about how to get out of it, it it's the fog has slowly been lifting. Um, and so sometimes it's just that acknowledging it and saying, I'm going to do something about it. That is half of the battle. Um, but then there are definitely still some things that I have needed to do and that I'm still working on to totally get to back back into that place of flow where I just am excited to create every day. I've got lots of ideas, lots of energy and motivation to do those. Um, and so I think if you're on the cusp and you can feel it coming um, or, you know, right when it starts, I think a good thing to do is to fall back, you know, to choose 
to go for a walk, to take the nap, to do the simple things and evaluate, is this a big deal or a little deal? Can I just jump right back into it or do I really need to take some time off? Um, And so I think that just quitting for a while is is okay because I think that we get so bogged down and I have to do this I have to do this I have to make this work that's when you're just you know you're pounding your head into the pavement and that's just not productive and so it's okay to just set stuff to the side and walk away from it and it's important in that time to take care of yourself. And so maybe you're just exhausted. Maybe, you know, you're working two jobs and you've got kids and you've got so much going on. Um, you know, your body is just telling you that there's just no room for anything else. And you need to prioritize sleeping and eating well and exercising and getting outside and um, doing things that bring you joy but aren't so... Um, mentally taxing and sometimes creating can be mentally taxing um, for sure I mean you can definitely you know just draw lines on paper and that can be relaxing Um, sometimes you just need to watch a movie or you just need to take a nap and and that's okay Um, so those are always kind of my first tips for when you feel like you're on the verge or you're you're kind of hitting that wall is to just step away and give and give yourself that permission because if it keeps staying in the back of your mind that well I should be creating I should be working on this project or writing my book or or doing whatever it is you're never really going to let go of that and you're never going to get the rest you need um so if you need to write yourself a letter write a note you know that says when I'm feeling better I will finish this book or I will finish this project that's fine you know or you could write yourself a doctor's note take three days off no work allowed no creative work allowed um whatever you need to do to let that go from your mind you know make a list of things that you want to do or you need to do so that you're not thinking about it about it and then set it aside um so I think that's really helpful for kind of letting yourself off the hook to take that break. I mean, just like you would take a vacation from work and hopefully your job doesn't expect you to still check your email at work. I mean, on vacation. So, you know, your creativity is, it'll be okay. Like if you take a vacation from it and you say, I'm going to spend three days doing whatever I want instead, you know, you don't have to check back in with your creative projects. You can really just let them sit for three days because it's not going to hurt anything or anyone. Um, And then the next thing you need to do is evaluate yourself. How is your creative well doing? Um, I definitely realize that mine has been completely empty. Um, I think I've been working so much and so hard and um, doing so many new things. And I've been really excited about it and excited about this change that I've made and all these new things that I'm doing. But I kind of forgot that I need other things too. Um, And I used to get those a little bit more naturally when I worked and when we lived in the city. Um, Those things just happened for me. I was able to spend a ton of time hanging out with friends and coworkers. Um, Every day was kind of an adventure. We would go somewhere new. But now everything in my life has changed and I spend a lot of time at home and a lot of time alone. And we live kind of in the middle of nowhere um, in the desert. And so having to put forth a lot more effort than I'm used to to fill my creative well and your creative well could look different mine definitely needs a lot of social interaction um, but yours might need more quiet time and alone time because you might live the opposite life that I do where it's noisy and crowded all the time and you need that 
that a long time. Um, I also know that I need artwork and not Pinterest artwork. I need to go to art galleries or I need to go explore. You know, I need to go to a new part of the city. I need to do something new, try a new restaurant. Um, Those are the things that really fill my creative well. Going to museums, all of those things get me thinking, they get me in in a new physical place, um, and they kind of are expanding my palette, and that's definitely something that I need. And so you need to evaluate how you're doing, how your creative well is, and what you need to fill your well, and then do those things. And it might take weeks, it might take days, it might take months, whatever it is, Um, but I encourage you to start doing that right away. And it might feel like a lot. You know, you might go out four nights a week so that you can go to hang out with friends and go to art galleries and do things, but it'll be totally worth it. Um, Because remember, you're kind of on vacation anyway, so it's okay for you to not be home and not be working at your desk every day. And so um, the biggest part is, especially that I'm learning, is that those things take work. So you have to plan those. You have to, you know, do some Googling and looking around. um, Facebook has a great, um, I guess, algorithm. I guess you would call it where um, if you say that you're interested in going to an event, it will pop up similar events for you and you can then follow whoever created the event and you can go like their page. So for us, we have an arts foundation and so I can like the arts foundation's Facebook page and then all of their events and stuff pop up in my feed or... Um, you know, if I I say I'm interested in this concert, then more concerts will pop up. And so that's a great way to find out things that are happening near you and to get connected. And then if you go to your friends pages, you can see events that they want to go to. And then, you know, the cycle continues and you can find all these really great things. But again, it takes work. So you have to find ways to find those events and find the things that you want to do in your area. Um, And you have to plan them and you have to literally pencil them into your calendar and go do them because I know it's so much easier to just stay home or to work late, uh, but you have to make the time for those things to fill that creative well back up. Um, And so another thing that I do that falls into this category is exploring. Um, I think that going to art galleries is incredible. It's one of my favorite things to do. But like I was saying, to do something brand new just opens your brain up in incredible ways. And scientists study this and, you know, we talk about this all the time in the creative world about how new experiences just do so much for your brain and for your body and for your creativity. And so I would just encourage you to just explore. Um, One tip I got, and I'll tell you more about it later, was... um, about going on a photo walk, Um, but I would counter that with being careful that, again, you're not giving yourself a creative project. So go for a walk and maybe have something you're looking for. Um, Like this person looks for hearts in nature, and so she has this great hashtag, and again, I'll tell you all that at the end, um, of hearts that she has found in nature but her point in going is not to go on a photo walk looking for hearts she just goes on a walk she just goes exploring um, and then those things pop up for her 
Um, so you can give yourself an assignment, um, but make sure that it's a little bit loose and that you're again not forcing that creativity because you're you're again you're in the fallback stage and so you're just trying to let things happen and you're not trying to force them. And exploring is just one of the best ways to do that because when you're somewhere new, you just don't know what's going to happen and you have to roll with the punches and you're going to find so many awesome new fun things. So go explore. That is one of my top tips for getting your um, creative well filled up. Um, And then the next thing that is really therapeutic is cleaning up and clearing out. Um, Cleaning your craft room, cleaning cleaning your house, cleaning your pantry, whatever it is. Um, I've been working on a huge clear out this year. I've been cleaning out a lot of noise. I went through and I evaluated a lot of different places that were creating noise in my life, things that were bothering me constantly. I was thinking about them. They were making things difficult for me. Um, One of them was my wardrobe. Um, I went down to a capsule wardrobe and it has made things so much simpler. Um, I have been unfollowing people on Instagram. I was following almost a thousand people. So I'm trying to get that down to as low of a number as I can so that I'm actually interacting with the people that I follow and love who I see and I'm inspired by the photos that I see every day. And so, you know, maybe in this process, you need to make a list of the things that are um, creating noise for you and then thinking about why do I do this? Why do I get dressed? Why do I follow people on Instagram? Um, And then helping your clear out meet your goals and your needs and so that's definitely what I'm working on with Instagram um, is asking myself do I know this person do I connect with them on some level Um, does what they do create share inspire me somehow Um, is this a topic I'm currently interested in because we definitely go through phases where um, I'll be really interested in weaving so I'll follow like a hundred weavers on Instagram and then I realized that that's all I see. I'm not interested in it anymore. And they've kind of gone off topic. And so I have cleared that out. So I, can, I will kind of identify a few topics I'm currently interested in and follow those people. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to have to do a clear out again later when I when I move on to a new topic or new idea and one of the amazing things Instagram is doing is now you can follow hashtags so you don't have to follow people as much anymore Um, right now I'm very into home decor but there are so many awesome home decor bloggers and Instagrammers and stuff but I don't want to follow all 150 of them or 1,000 of them. Um, So I can follow a hashtag that they all use because I love everything in that hashtag. And then when I'm tired of it, I just unfollow the hashtag instead of having to unfollow 1,000 people that I followed based on this one topic. Um, So again, so clear out things that are bothering you or overwhelming you. Um, And it can be really therapeutic. And this is also a really good time to cull things because you're not as attached you know I know that when I'm in like my top creative brain everything looks like a craft project item and could be useful at one day at some point for something and I need to have a little bit more um um decisiveness um and a little bit more Oh, I can't think of the word, um, not angst, but 
I need to be able to say no, this is useless, this is trash, I haven't used this in 10 years, I'm definitely not going to use it. And um, I can get rid of things a lot easier than if I was, you know, really excited about making all the things. So um, this is a really good time to clean up and clear out. And so you're still in your craft room, you're still touching your, um, your beloved supplies, but you know, you're just cleaning them up or rearranging them or getting rid of the old stuff. And that's really helpful. And it could give you some new ideas. You can find old supplies and things that you didn't know that you had or that you might want to use or could might spark some new ideas for new projects. Um, the next couple things that I do all revolve around getting quiet and that is one of the most important things that I think we can do and I've been a really big proponent of getting quiet for your creativity recently. Um, like I said, there's just so much noise and so much clutter um, trying to get our attention lately that getting quiet helps you think through things clearly. Um, I know that when we traveled over Christmas, we were able to solve multiple problems that we could not solve for six solid months. We had been going around and around with these different ideas for six months. And in like 20 minutes while we were traveling, we solved we figured out everything we needed to figure out and we were like how why was this so easy and it was because we'd gotten quiet we got out of our normal routine our phones didn't work we didn't have internet we didn't have tv we were literally just sitting outside on the patio there was nothing else to do and um and it had been like that for days and so we had been able to really sift through our own thoughts and take time to really share um and sketch things out and figure things out and so getting quiet is really really important and so you know traveling is not something that we can do every day um, to create those quiet times so we took a look at what was happening that made that quiet for us and then we thought of how we can translate that into our everyday lives. And um, so we've been taking tech-free days where we don't use any technology for the whole day. And we just sit around and talk, we read, we work on creative projects, we go for walks. Um, and it's incredible. It's really encouraging. It's really, really restful. Because sometimes I feel like we don't truly rest when we're on our phone all the time um, or still just getting tasks, a ton of tasks done. Um, so it really, really helps. And so maybe you need to take a quiet day or a quiet weekend or a tech-free weekend or day um, just to help think through your thoughts and figure out what's going on, what's bothering you so much. Um, why aren't you creating? And... Um, so I think that is really important. And, and again, I think that's a really good start. If you're starting to feel creatively overwhelmed or like burnt out, take a day off, go completely quiet, go silent, turn your technology off um, and see how that affects you. And you might figure out that you're really tired and you need a nap or that you've just been overwhelmed or you really need to journal. Um, and, and that might help kind of um, end it before you get too deep into it. And then the next thing is to be social. So to get out, go be with people, go meet new people, go connect with old friends, um, hang out with the people you like the most. That is just a really um, 
inspiring and nourishing thing for you. I would encourage you not to hang out with difficult people and people you don't like. Um, you know, especially if you're feeling really down, um, make sure that people that you're hanging out with are nourishing for your soul and good for you. And you can talk about this issue, um, or not talk about it, but talk about anything else and just get your mind, um, going with new topics and new ideas and new things that are happening out in the world. Um, so just go have fun. That's, that's a big one. When you're feeling really down, you want to just sit around and commiserate, but don't let yourself do that. Go do something really active. Um, you know, we don't need to be told that activity is good for us. Um, but if you don't like working out, go do something fun and go, you know, kayak or go hiking, um, or just find some kind of active activity, um, that will help get you out of the house, make you social, give you that sense of exploration. Um, and that's just a great, great idea. Um, and then clear your mind. Like I said, um, you're going to get quiet and you're going to realize that you got a lot of stuff going on that you haven't dealt with or things that are just nagging at you. And maybe that's what it is. Every time you approach your art, you realize you've got a hundred other tasks that need to be done. And sometimes we need to say, no, like this is an important task that needs to be done, but sometimes you need to do the laundry. Um, I have definitely, definitely had those days where I just can't do anything until things get cleaned or things get done. So find a way to clear your mind, um, tackle an old to-do list, stuff that's just nagging at you. Just do those things. Um, do some old projects, finish some projects that, um, are just sitting around taking up space, taking up mental space and just knock them out because I am the worst at this. I get excited about something. I get started and then I get to the end where it's kind of tricky, where I need to like get another supply or learn something, or it just, you know, takes forever to like weave in the ends of a weaving. Just take the time to do that. Force yourself through it, no matter how miserable it is. And then it's just done. You know, that feels so good. Um, maybe you need to take some time to journal. Just do morning pages. Get everything out that you're thinking of, whether it's just garbled words, um, you're upset about something, whatever it is. Just get it all out. Journal. Burn the pages. Um, don't worry about them making any sense. But just find a way to clear your mind. And then... I think one of the biggest things to do in these situations is to avoid the overwhelm and the guilt that comes with these kind of um, seasons. You know, don't let yourself get overwhelmed that you've got a million things to do um, or that you're not working on stuff, that you're not completing things. So find a way that you can shift responsibilities, that you can get extensions, that you can quit something, um, but just avoid letting yourself get overwhelmed with the fact that you're not doing anything um and so that again you're giving yourself that mental space and that mental clarity um so those are my tips for falling back when you need to take a step away when you need to back up um and just give yourself some space and some time there's definitely nothing wrong with that and you you'll know you'll know if you if you'd rather be napping then go nap, you know, that, that's your sign. Um, but then there are times when we kind of know that it's coming on, or maybe we have a deadline, or maybe we've been in this state for far too long, and we're ready to push ourselves out of it. And that is a great, 
great thing to do. And so let's talk about how to push your way out of a creative burnout. I think one of the greatest ways is to um, establish routines and habits and um, completing list is a really simple way to get things done without thinking that you are being creative. You know, I am completing my daily art habit or I am, you know, painting the background. I'm just painting purple onto a page. That's not being creative. That's just following a to-do list. Um, So you can kind of start that way. Um, Some of the greatest things, some of the greatest resources that I have for my creativity are reading books like The Artist Way, The Creative Habit. They are really important books, I think, for creativity and for creators, especially the artist way, because this is what it's all about. It's all about being blocked and how to deal with that. Um, And today I was reading, um, and Julia Cameron talks about um, being blocked and how as blocked creatives, we focus on our responsibilities to others. Um, And this does not make us good people. It just makes us frustrated. And so... I am definitely really, really guilty of that, of putting other people's needs before mine and doing other things just to distract myself. And in the end, it just frustrates us. And so, you know, you need to make a list of what you need to do and what you want to do and work on that first. And then, you know, we're always going to get to those other tasks because people are going to ask us about it and they have to get done. So work on your task first. Um... And so I just think that is a really great book. She has so many activities for you to do to work through your block um, and and so many great essays and ideas and things for you. And it's, it's a big mindset, sh- mindset shift. You know, she wants you to figure out how to take control of your creativity for yourself and, and how to work on that. And so... I think that that is a great resource to have. It's a great resource to read at any time, you know, especially when you're blocked, but even if you're feeling great. So it becomes a tool in your tool belt that when you feel these creative blocks coming on, that you can pull those tools out and know how to deal with it and know how to see when they're coming and know how to work and power through them. And so I would encourage you to read The Artist Way and start working on that so that you are pushing through this creative block and still working on your creativity because the activities in there are very creative, um, but they're not the normal kinds of activities that you would expect. You know, they're not for you to paint a mural. Um, So they are still working through your creative um, actions and helping pump up those creative skills you have, but but it's different and it'll kind of trick your mind um, and help you get back to making without realizing it. The next thing that you can do if you're feeling like you want to push through is to start something new. I mean, because everyone's excited about new projects. So if something is not going well, you're miserable with it, then just stop and start something new. You can come back to that old project, or maybe it just means you need to quit. Um, Start something new. That is always really, really fun, and you can find so much fresh motivation in going to the art store and buying your new supplies and mapping out your new project and getting started and making sure that you've got some accountability in that, that you're going to share about it online or that you know, you've, you've got something that you're working towards because you can get really excited and then you can fall back into that slump. Um, so find a way to create a little bit of accountability for yourself in that one. 
and of course we mentioned this earlier is to finish old projects you know if you're feeling like you don't know what to do then just go work on something that you already do know what to do you just need to finish the thing it's already been started and that is definitely one of my um biggest tips for when you're in a creative block is I always go through and finish old projects and my husband loves it um because we get you know junk that's been sitting on the floor for six months out of the way because I can finally wrap up a project and normally it takes me like five minutes and it feels so great because then normally you have a project you can hang up on the wall or becomes useful um and so you can see that one thing that you can do is you can set a timer and you can just sit at your desk um, just being with your supplies and just saying, I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And so I can either make something or I can stare at the wall. You know, you can draw lines. You can just move paint around. Um, whatever it is, just so that you're still showing up, that you're forcing yourself to make, that your muscles are taking over with your muscle memory Um, that you know how to make, you know how to do this, even if you don't have an idea. And if that's what you have to do every day, you just come paint one more layer of paint over the next top of, over the top of the next layer until you figure out what you want to do. But as long as you're doing something, um, you can prep for projects, you know, you can maybe you always, um, gesso your, art journal pages or your canvases or, or whatever it is, you know, you can do those. Um, just something so that you're still working. Another thing is to let someone else tell you how to be creative. Follow a tutorial. You know, there are so many tutorials on YouTube and Pinterest and everywhere on the internet now. All you have to do is log in, search something, and follow step by step. Do everything they tell you to do exactly the way they tell you to do it. And look, you just made something. Um, And so that's a great way to push through to keep making, even if you have no idea what to make. Um, One thing that you can do that's really, really helpful is to solve problems. So maybe you've got a project that you got stuck on um, or you want to do something, but you don't know exactly what you want to do. Get your brain thinking in the problem-solving mode, and that really helps unlock your creativity. Um, and maybe you need to do a puzzle. Maybe that's a great way to solve problems. Um, but think about projects that you are stuck on and see if you can figure out how to solve those problems. And um, I know you've heard me talk about the Moment app, and it has a really awesome tool in it And one day, it tells you to either draw lines for like 30 minutes or to literally watch a pot of water boil for 30 minutes. So you you just turn it on and you just stare at it. And then you sit down with your journal and you solve a problem. Um, Because again, it goes back to that getting quiet, getting silent, clearing your mind. And then that opens you up to be able to easily and quickly solve problems. And that can maybe um, 
boost your creativity or jumpstart whatever project you're working on because you maybe you got stuck, you couldn't figure it out, and then you just hit the block. You just couldn't keep going, and now you can't make anything. And so maybe that's what you need to do. You need to work on solving the problem. Um, and we all know that you might need to take a little break. You might need to walk away for a few minutes. And that's what that 30 minutes of staring at boiling water or drawing lines for 30 minutes will do for you. It'll give you that break so that you can solve that problem. Um, and then, you know, if you still just cannot keep going, maybe you need to make a list of why. Maybe you need to get out your journal and figure out why am I not creating? And maybe you have to write some really hard truths down. Maybe you realize that you're dealing with feelings of inadequacy and you're at that part in the project where it's going well or maybe it's going bad but you're going to have to show people soon and you're really nervous about it. And so you need to journal through those things. And again, the artist way is the perfect help for this. Um, Julia Cameron in that book talks about affirmators and using those, turning those negative statements that you're finding about yourself of why you can't keep going and turning them into positive things. You know, you might be saying it's not going to be good enough. No one's going to like it. I can't do this. It's not as good as so-and-so you know, and turning those into positive affirmative statements of, I am creative. I have accomplished great works before. Um, people love my creativity. My creativity, creativity helps other people. Um, turning those into positive statements um, can be really, really helpful. So that could be an um, important journal activity that you need to do to help yourself push through and end those creative blocks. So again, these are some of my tips and what I think are helpful for you when you're in a creative block um, and you just have to figure out and you have to listen to your body your, and your mind and your creativity and know, do I need to fall back? Do I need to step away for a little while and take a vacation? Um, or do I need to push really hard and keep going and keep working through this? And I got some really fantastic ideas from you guys on Instagram. So I am going to share a few of those with you guys right now so that you can hear other people's ideas and what other people do when they are feeling blocked. Um, Tanya Lee Caller, she was on um, last week's episode. She said that she will watch um, vlogs, and other YouTube videos until she just drives herself so crazy that she has to pick up a a brush and some paint and see what happens and if that doesn't work she'll just sit and stare into space for a while the theme here is that I don't pressure myself if I'm burnt out just go with the flow I know it will come back eventually and so I like that she touched on both parts of what we talked about today you know pushing through finding inspiration elsewhere following other people's ideas or taking some time off getting really quiet um Tori from Fox and Hazel said that she'll take a break for a couple days and normally, you know, it doesn't take long and then the itch to make starts coming back in. Um, but what if that doesn't happen? What if you take the few days off and you still um, just don't want to do anything creative? She said that she will read or binge watch something on TV or just anything else. She'll just take a break completely from being creative, like taking that vacation um, and then she feels like she's had true rest. So again, not pushing and not forcing herself and not feeling bad. 
And then Lisa Borbelli Holst. Um, she is wonderful to follow on Instagram. All of these ladies are. Um, and they will all be linked in the show notes for you. Um, she says that she goes out in nature because um, she lives on the island. And so the beach is easy for her to get to. Uh, but then I asked her, like, what do you do? Do you, when you're out there, are you looking for inspiration or or is it just like a fun, mindless trip? And she said that she, most of the time she just wanders. She goes alone, which is important. And she just walks the beach for just as long as she can. Um, and she always finds or sees something that inspires her. And she is who I was telling you about earlier. She finds hearts in nature at the most perfect time. And I see those as a sign from the universe that everything will be okay. And she even has an awesome hashtag. It's called Lisa's Hearts of Nature. And it's really, really cool of how she's um, found all of these beautiful hearts out in nature um, and that they inspire her. Um aspire to amble said that she always goes for a walk outdoors this is a running theme here everyone gets outside when i feel a lack of creative inspiration getting back to nature and just relaxing a little um, normally makes some ideas start to form and i think that's important too is sometimes you won't have the whole idea but you'll start getting a small bit and then i asked what if what if that doesn't work and she said if it gets to the point i dig out all of my old sketchbooks and journals ones from way back and dedicate a whole afternoon to just looking through them i think looking back on the creative journey you've been through so far can really help to show you where um where you want to go next and I think that is a really great idea, especially when you're feeling down about your artwork. Um, I did that recently for Get Messy. I was just taking some photos and I opened all of my art journals that I had and I was just looking at the massive amount of work that I have created and completed. And I had no idea. I could have never told you that I had made these hundreds and hundreds and thousands of pages, but I had. And so it was really amazing to be able to see all of that laid out. And so sometimes you just need a little inspiration from yourself. Um, Fern and Oak Art says that she will try something completely different. Her only rule in creative living is to follow her curiosity. If she's feeling burnt out, she'll hit up a museum, go for a walk in the woods, whatever um, she finds interesting. Um, and then I asked her, well, what if it doesn't work? What if you still can't get to get back to work? And she says she thought back to her last epic creative burnout and she tried lots of different mediums. Um, so she tried, normally she works in ink. So instead she tried embroidery and photography. Um, I really like to give myself projects to work on. And what I like most about that is it focuses me on a clear path, researching, reading books, watching certain films, Googling stuff, and then experimenting with different ideas. I think for the hardest thing with creative burnout is feeling like everything I make is crap or not being motivated to make anything. So having some sort of project just for myself helps keep me motivated. And even if I do feel bad and it doesn't lead anywhere, I've still created a body of work and that usually either leads into something that I'm happy with or I start the process again. Um, so I think that's a great idea and a good encouragement to try something new. And then Vine and Thistle said, sometimes I just let it be. I give myself to take 
I give myself the space to take a break and then I take it down a notch when I'm ready to re-enter creativity with smaller, simpler creative projects or a really good to-do list to keep me focused if I am jumping into something too big too soon. And I think that is a great, great tip to not overwhelm and overload yourself. Um, Nitty Scrapper said that she will flip through old journals. Um, she might knit or crochet or read her way through. Um, and then she had a really great idea that she started a hashtag challenge to see what other people were working on. And it definitely shone some light into what she was doing and connected her with other people. And again, I cannot um, emphasize how important it is to connect with other people. Katie Lady Girl said that she just rolls with it. I know it's a cycle and it will come and go. I enjoy the vacation and try to use the time to reorganize my desk and go over my brain dumps. I also watch a lot of YouTube artists or Instagram because usually seeing someone use a new medium or technique new to her will spark up some inspiration. And I listen to podcasts like How She Creates, which will also spark inspiration or introduce me to a new artist to watch and gain inspiration from. And so again, I think that is a great idea. And I love that she's using How She Creates to help her do that. Um, I have just a few more of these ideas that people shared with me. I just think they're so awesome to hear what other people are doing. Uh, Linda1655 said that she just tears up paper um, because anybody can do that. You don't even have to um, collage it. Just doodle, tear paper, just do anything that you're using your hands and doing something. Um, Jennifer KLY said that she's been practicing single line drawings that are doodles. And she says, I'm really terrible at it, but eventually I'll get better. The other thing I do is check out various art hashtags on Instagram and even just use Google pictures and seeing how others are expressing their creativity is inspiring to her. Um, Jess1c4 said, I do a few different things. I clean up my crafty mess, organize the craft room, so I'm back to touching my supplies, switch projects to something simple and not hugely creative, but still crafty, like knitting a few rows of a blanket. I look back through my own work or scheduling time just to make marks on paper to see where I end up. Uh, Dearly D says, I just keep creating and creating. I force myself to keep going. Even if I hate everything I make, the muscle memory of making kicks in and eventually start finding small snippets of creativity coming back. Inspiration finds you working. Um, Nat Marie P says to just ride the wave. Don't fight it. I find forced work never turns into something alike. Best to take a breather and turn your attention to a completely new craft or even turn off your brain and watch Netflix. Walking and listening to music or podcast helps too. Um, shopped Dravia. I usually organize my supplies or take the opportunity to clean up my studio space. Usually while cleaning or organizing, I'll find some unfinished piece or some supplies that I've not played with in a while. They inspire me just to play. Or take some art supplies and go out in nature to a coffee shop. A change in venue and usual routine also helps. I love that one. Um, Kanzi atop Serenity Hill says, I totally agree with taking a break. Your creativity your creative mojo will come back. It never really left. It's just napping. Cleaning my studio helps because I can start to touch and see different supplies. I tend to work with whatever's in front of me and cleaning allows me to rearrange what's out. And of course, watching chick flicks and reading some romantic comedy is always my fall back. 
And then Sazi says, taking a break, yoga, time outside in nature, reading, listening to podcasts, audiobooks, trying something new and different. Um, so I hope that you're encouraged if you're in a creative slump um, to hear that there are so many of us who are going through these difficult times and um, that we all have our own ways out of them. And so I hope that you are able to use this episode and this inspiration to find a little bit more community and to find some new ideas and tricks to help know when you're about to hit a creative slump, know what to do to get out of it and when to lean into it and when to fall back. And so I would encourage you if you're starting to feel frustrated, you're starting to feel tired, um, starting to feel like you don't have any good ideas that you're probably about to hit one of those slumps and it's best to take a nap do something give yourself a quick win make something awesome make something you know you're gonna love um do something really to to help yourself rest and get quiet and to help yourself bring some more of that positivity and that joy that creating brings into our life back um And so I'd love to hear more of what you do whenever you're in a creative slump. You can let me know using the hashtag HowSheCreates. And you can tag me on Instagram at LaurenLikesBlog. And I cannot wait. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you would tell a friend. You can tag them on Instagram. or And most importantly, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can do that just by scrolling down if you're using the podcast app and you can leave a review and it really, really helps because it helps other people find us and other people join our community. And so I'd really appreciate that if you did. And I will see you guys next week for another awesome episode of How She Creates. And remember, you can grab show notes at lauren-likes.com slash podcast. Have a creative week. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. I would love to see how you create. Share what you're making on Instagram using the hashtag HowSheCreates. If you love learning about creativity with me, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. Grab your art supplies and I'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.